Welcome to a Business Growth Mindset Podcast. I'm Christian Lavalsi, and I am super excited to share this episode with you. To all the business owners and entrepreneurs, the crazy ones, the believers, the doers, the clever makers, the action takers, and everybody else in between, this podcast was designed for you. For the past few weeks, I have focused on leadership because I believe it's one of those big issues facing business owners and C-suite executives. Too often, I see organizations struggle with leading their teams and empowering them to take action. The result of poor leadership means less time, loss of productivity, a dysfunctional culture, and often failure. So today, I want to maintain the focus on leadership but through the lens of seasons and cycles. And then we take a deep dive into the importance of values and how they influence your mindset and that of others. So stay tuned and listen up because I'm confident that you will love this episode. Nature follows rhythms and over the course of a lifetime, we move through different seasons and cycles. These patterns become recognizable and familiar, and we learn to anticipate what is coming and adopt, or at least adapt to the changes. Just as there are seasons and cycles in nature, the same holds true for our professional lives. Spring is a time of newness and growth. Summer is when energy is at its highest and everything comes into the bloom. Autumn is the time to gather the fruits of your labors, and winter is when we slow down and conserve energy in preparation for the following spring and the beginning of a new cycle. As a leader, it is important to ask yourself which season you are in. Now, most people want to be perpetually in spring or summer. This is because in spring and summer, everything feels exciting and productive. And there is still a lot of, there's still a lot to look forward to, right? By the time you get into autumn, Although you are able to reap the benefits of your hard work, there is a sense that things are slowing down and that winter is coming. As any Game of Thrones fan knows, this means hardship lies ahead. In my experience, when asked what season they are in, the majority of people answer autumn. This can seem like a difficult place to be because the feeling is that there is nothing more that can be achieved and things are only going to be tougher. I do have clients who tell me they are perpetually in summer. This might seem to be uh, the ideal, but by insisting it is always summer, there are people that are often refusing to face up to which season they are actually truly in. Now, positive thinking has its place, but if the reality, but in the reality is that you are not in the middle of a harsh winter, then telling yourself it's high summer isn't going to do you any good. Now, the truth is, that no one has ever achieved anything from simply thinking positively. There is a widely held belief that the universe uh, won't send you anything unless you manifest it through your thoughts and attitude. It's a nice idea, but the universe is not going to send you anything if you're not doing something about it, no matter how positively you think. What uh, all this means is that fighting against the seasons and the cycles isn't the best approach. Understanding, acknowledgement, and acceptance are likely to serve you far better in the long term. Great leadership means recognizing where you are as well as where you want to be. 
Now, acquiring the necessary intelligence to see what is and having the ability to take appropriate action are the things that will create success. This all comes back to self-awareness and reflection. People come up with stories because they're afraid to fail. They tell themselves that endless summer equates to success. But by doing so, they miss out on the fact that every season has its purpose and its place. Rather than protecting themselves and improving their circumstances, they intentionally avoid or reject information that would help them to monitor their progress. Now, every season brings benefits and challenges. The greater your awareness and acceptance of which season you are in, the greater your ability to account for the negatives and focus on the positives. For example, rather than resisting winter because it's a time of scarcity, focus on restoring your energy. This will mean you are well prepared for the spring when it does arrive. It's all about taking advantage of the circumstances. The best results are achieved through being prepared and dealing with what is rather than resisting where you are because it isn't where you want to be. So when you see things as they are, you're able to create a vision for where they can go. And this allows you uh, to turn that vision into a reality. It's all about planning ahead and you can't plan ahead if you don't know where you are. Now, uh, Capson Odigen found that positive fantasies which idealize the future are found to be inversely related to achievement over time. The more positively the fantasies are um, and the more experienced, the less effort to do people and invest in realizing the fantasies and lower is the success in achieving them. Now, this is because each season requires you to pay attention and be present so you can carry out the tasks that need to be performed. Planting them in spring, nurturing them in summer, harvesting in autumn and restoring in winter. Each season also requires you to plan ahead so that you are prepared for what is to come. If you don't gather the fruits and the seeds in autumn, you will have nothing to see you through winter and nothing to plant the following spring. Great leadership isn't about positive thinking. It's about positive action. When it comes to the seasons of your business cycle, you can battle against where you are and use up all your energy getting nowhere fast. Or you can listen to the rhythms and learn how to dance. Now, I want to dive into values, what they are and why they matter in leadership and how they impact your mindset. In the simplest term, values are the standards of behavior that you consider to be the most important. Now, knowing what matters most to you enables you to stay focused and optimizes your time. This gives you the best opportunity to experience a fulfilling life professionally and personally. I believe that as a business leader, your organizational values and your personal values should be aligned. This view is supported by Barrett, who argues that who you are and what you stand for is becoming just as important as the quality of products and services that you provide. It is quite natural for leaders to align their personal and professional values, but it doesn't mean that your staff will always see them. This is where 
difficulties can arise. Being clear about what your values are and sharing why they are important to you are two different things. Not explaining your values can happen for a number of reasons. Firstly, you may simply assume that everyone gets it. Now, if something is obvious to you, it can be easy to forget that it might not make sense to other people. Secondly, you may not have thought too deeply about what underpins your values. You know what your standards of behavior are, but you may not have analyzed the reasons that you hold them to be important. And finally, you, you may be reluctant to open up about things that are very personal, sharing your thoughts and your feelings with others, particularly in your professional life. May not be, it may not actually be something that you actually are comfortable with. However, if you are not clear about why something matters to you, then you may block others from sharing your point of view. If people only know the what and don't understand the why, then your values may be meaningless to them. My values are really easy. Excellence, leadership, collaboration, humanity, and failing forward. I define excellence as quality without compromise. It's why I take things personally when something doesn't work, because I really do want the absolute best. As for leadership, my intention is always to lead by example. I don't play the victim. I'm the person who takes action and the person who takes responsibility. Leadership isn't about never making mistakes. It's about continuously seeking the best way forward from your current position. With collaboration, I bring people together to achieve the desired aims of the group. There is no ego when you collaborate because everyone brings something unique to the table. Through collaboration, I have developed the skill of being a facilitator and it's something that I love and it has come purely from the experience of bringing everyone together to work towards achieving bigger goals. One of the great things about living by your values is that you continue to learn and grow, which in turn supports and strengthens the role of your values and the role that they play. So humanity for me is actually about balance and it's about not burning out. This is achieved by creating systems and processes that provide great results in the short, mid, medium, and long term. I have a strong focus on using my gifts to help others by giving my time and money. Having experienced burnout a few times in my life, it's important for me to find balance between my purpose and my desire. This ties into failing forward. The aim is uh, to become better as a result of the mistakes that you make, not despite them. In terms of my values, this means that I look at uh, where I have gone wrong, acknowledging the failures, and ask how I can fix them. It's really inspiring when I see, uh, when I bring these values together. So interestingly, values spread when you live and breathe them. At Think Lab, the high growth incubator at the University of Adelaide, uh, they adopted some of my values and, and this happened in a way that supports the values themselves. I'll never forget the day that I started at Think Lab as the inaugural entrepreneur in residence. I'd been loitering around for two or three weeks before my official date of commencement. Now, throughout this time, I didn't tell anyone uh, who I was and that I'd been appointed as the entrepreneur in residence. We kept it rather quiet, and this was so 
the perception would be that I was just another mentor. I wanted to have the opportunity to observe and to make connections with people, to form relationships and to gain trust before I began to make suggestions or implement any changes. One of the things I noticed was that there wasn't any formalized culture. There were about 20 or so startups at that time, but no set guidelines um, that people wanted to play by. Everyone sat with their headphones on and did their own thing. Now, I knew I had to bring energy to the lab to get the best out of the amazing human beings that were in there. The startups and the founders were incredible, but there was a disconnect. Nothing uh, was holding uh, the people uh, and their ideas together. Now, Rock and Tang believe that engagement is an absolute attribute that cannot be demanded. It has to be offered willingly, right? So one of the things that lies at the heart of engagement is values. With this in mind, the first workshop that I ran for Think Lab was about culture. I show people how to develop a set of values to create the culture they wanted to achieve within their organization. Now, the 40 participants, uh, which included members of Think Lab, the E-Challenge, and some university faculty members, then worked together to decide on the values that they believed would best serve Think Lab. Now, the values they came up with happened to be in line with the values that I had independently developed for myself. So these values are all high level. I strongly believe that it's important to limit aspirational values and baseline values that sit just beneath the surface. Go deeper until you reach something that has greater meaning. Strive for excellence and define it for yourself. For example, people talk about integrity as a value. However, if you look at leadership and excellence, it becomes clear that in order to live these values, you must have integrity. You can't have leadership or excellence without accountability. And accountability requires integrity. Keeping values simple is also really important. A lot of organizations uh, go to so much effort to create values that seemingly, seamlessly carry weight. They spend a phenomenal amount of time and money developing these values and generating unique sentences and phrases around them to define what they are. Then they just put them up on their website or stick them up in their workplace. And because the people within those organizations have had no involvement in creating or defining these values, they are forgotten. So companies that do exceptionally well often have incredible culture programs. They have values that everybody understands, shares, and wants to align themselves with. The values have meaning and relevance to the organization and to the people who work within that organization. The culture and the values that were created at ThinkLab and the way in which we created them are very powerful. It wasn't my business, but I brought myself to the table and treated it as though it was. I believe this was uh, underpins your values and the commitment you make to them. People tell me that I wear my heart on my sleeve. In fact, I wear my values on my chest where you can see them, I let people in, and this can mean that sometimes life is a little disappointing. You extend trust and sometimes that trust is broken. This has a lot to do with why people become insular about their values, because they are trying to protect themselves. This takes us back to resilience. 
Resilience requires vulnerability. So how do you become more vulnerable? Display your values. It is true that if someone wants to attack you as brutally as possible, they will aim at your values. You may not have demonstrated your values all the time because we all make mistakes. But when you strive to live by your values and others understand not only what those values are, but also why they have meaning to you, then they begin to understand who you are. This means that in your moment of adversity, your values will resurrect you and help you through your recovery. Because at this point, other people will carry these values for you. And in doing so, they will carry you with them. Remember, responsible leadership is about providing clarity and direction. The fastest way to create that clarity is to articulate your values and your vision to your team. Understanding yourself is paramount to the success of those around you. Clarity and direction um, create empowered teams and this helps you to grow and scale. By enabling growth, you give your business the greatest guarantee of continuing success. And that is truly powerful. If you are in business or a C-suite executive struggling to take control, you lack freedom and you have no time, then it's likely that you are not leading and potentially micromanaging, which means you're carrying the weight of your entire organization on your shoulders. It doesn't have to be like this. You know better. So get into action and make the changes to become a more responsible leader who is driven by values and empowers your team to support you. If you don't want to do it alone, get in touch with one of my team and let's see if I can help you along that journey. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me uh, and I hope that I have provided you with value and insight on leadership seasons and cycles and the impact of values. If you are enjoying the podcast, please take a few minutes to write a review and provide a star rating. Don't be shy. You share it with your friends, colleagues, and family too. Until next week, I'm Christian Lavolsi and live with purpose. Are you ready to start taking action on your business? Would you like to spend more time with your family? Then call 1-300-643-229 and start building momentum right now. I know you're busy. In fact, you are so busy that you don't have time to work on your business or yourself. Often tossing and turning at night, worrying about the how-tos and the cash flow. How on earth can you possibly get off the hamster wheel so that you can take a helicopter view to see where you'll be in 90 days, one year, or three years from now. In this program, I will take you from sleepless nights to blissful sleep. You'll have more time with your family and you will have the clarity and direction so you can grow and flourish. Call 1-300-643-229 now and start building momentum.